Stephen Curry makes you believe you can do anything. And the Curry 11 is specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. When you're not focused on your shoes, you're focused on your game. The Curry 11s are built with UA Warp Tech that makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet no matter what you do on the court. And with dual-density UA Flow cushioning and traction, you can stop in your tracks. The Curry 11 Future Curry is here. Do your thing. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The McNugget Buddies are back. But this time, they got a fresh look as part of the new Curran Frost Box at McDonald's. We're talking all new buddies. Dressed head to toe in the freshest fits. All designed by the artist Curran Frost. So when you order the Curran Frost Box with your choice of 10-piece McNuggets or a Big Mac, you'll get one of the flyest McNugget buddies to go with it. Think you can collect them all? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, while supplies last. The holidays are a time to feel and create joy. And what could be more joyous than the look on her face as she unwraps a stunning new jewelry piece from Blue Nile? How about getting 50% off your purchase? Blue Nile offers premium quality, priced below traditional retail. Their online experts are available 24-7 to answer any questions and make sure you've picked the perfect gift. For a limited time, you can get 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's 50% off at BlueNile.com. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Babes outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my co-host Maurice Williams on Twitter at MRR25. Get his followers up. Fuck is y'all yeah. doing? Yes, sir. Get me to a thousand. I'm at like eight sixty. Come on. We get Reese to a thousand. We will give you zero dollars. But it sounded like I was about to give you it something. It sounded like y'all was about to get something, but you damn sure ain't getting it from my account. <clears throat> so uh yeah, we back I already fucked up ten dollars earlier. We're not gonna talk about your gambling problems right now. 
that wasn't get. We uh, motherfucker tried to <laughs> he tried to do me dirty in front of company. <laughs> Hope Penny, New York is is again wow. it's, a nice time. it's a nice time of year to visit. From what wow. I heard. First of all, it wasn't Hope Penny, New York. It was just Hope Penny because you were supposed to say Hope, New York, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. If you know, you know. Um, we got an action-packed show for you today, folks. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm looking at the weatherman bears out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, you know what? Reese, how was your week, man? How, how was your week? My week was long, stressful. Uh, I'm usually off Wednesdays and Sundays. I'm off this weekend because I worked Sunday through this Friday. Uh, I worked at a grocery store and we had inventory. If you've ever worked at a retail place during inventory, you know how annoying and stressful it can be. Um, But I made it through. I was off today. All I did was today was... Uh, relax and get some rest and play some 2K. Um, tomorrow, since we won't be recording on Sunday, uh, it's first week of football. Football is back. Um, <clears throat> I will not be betting on any games. I won't be betting on any games. Um, I won't be, well, unless I win some money from this MGM bet. Um, but Outside of that, I won't be using my money to bet on any games this Sunday. Um, probably going to watch some football, do some cleaning up, you know, do some laundry, whatever. Uh, 2K has been cool, though. I- I'm liking the game. Liking the game. I need to get to the movie soon, honestly. Okay. Um, <clears throat> how you feeling about uh, the Mavs on 2K? I think we we you touched on it earlier. Might as well. Let's talk about the Mavs. So the top two overalls on the team, obviously, Luka and Kyrie. Actually, I could probably pull it up right now. Um, so I can remember for sure. Um, I know Luka is probably like a 94, 94, 95. Kyrie is a 90. Then it's a huge drop off. It's a huge drop. Who's the third best player on the team according to 2K? Um, it's a 78 overall, <laughs> and it's either Grant Williams or Tim Hardaway Jr. Okay. I believe it's actually Grant Williams, though. Um <clears throat> Jaden Hardy is a 76, so that's fun. Interesting. Um, Derek Lively is a 72, Omax is a 71. Um Dwight Powell is a 76, I think. Maxi, I think it's a 75 or 74. I'm about to pull it up right now. New roster. NBA. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Let's see. Let's see how spot on I was. All right. Okay. Luca's a 95. Kyrie is a 90. Okay. I was wrong. Tim Hardaway Jr. is the third best with a 78. <laughs> George Green with a 76. Okay. Grant Williams with a 76. Dwight Powell with a 76. Seth Curry with a 76. And Jaden Hardy with a 76. Maxi and Derek Jones Jr. are both 75. Rashawn Holmes is a 74. 
Like I said, Derek Lively, 72, Omax 71, and Dante Exum is a 70 overall. Um, AJ Lawson is a 67. <clears throat> Not sure why Greg Brown is still on the team, unless I'm missing something. He just got signed, actually. Okay. Uh, and Joe Weisskamp. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of as we expected when we talk about this team, we like, yeah, it's two nineties and then it just drops to like seventies. So it is what it is. I have not played with the team as a whole yet, but I started my career. I created a power forward. He's labeled a two way inside the arc threat. Uh, my comparisons when I created him was Jaron Jackson, Al Horford, and Danny Manning. If you don't know who Danny Manning, Danny Manning is, look him up. Play for the Clippers, college athlete star. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm a power forward. I'm going to go to Dallas. I can stretch the floor a bit. I can dunk so I know if I'm playing with Kyrie and Luka, they're going to get me the ball. Right? First game, crazy. First game against Vic. I went crazy. 30-something points, 20-something rebounds. What the? F okay. Then after that, I said, let me up the difficulty some more. Let me put it on Hall of Fame. I was still getting my rebounds. I was still getting my points, but they were coming harder. And you want to know why? Every time I set a fucking pick for Luka or Kyrie, as soon as they come off the screen, they pulling up for a moving three every single time <clears throat> and they're not making it they're not making it first of all luca doesn't do that that's not luca's game at all Kyrie, maybe but still every fucking time i'm afraid to set screens now josh green can't hit a three to save his fucking life he's ass that doesn't make sense it's so many times I've like drawn double teams in the paint during a post up, kicked it out to Josh Green, and he's fucking missed it. What is his three on this goddamn game? An 84. Oh, okay. 84. Damn, this thing got a lot of shooters. Anyway, Dwight Powell sucks ass. Um, Rashawn Holmes sucks ass. Damn, right. I just. <clears throat> I should have never joined this team. I should have never joined this fucking team. That's how Christian would feel, I guess. You know? I, I don't know what team I should have gone to as a power forward, but it was it, it damn sure wasn't this one. Like I thought about going to Sacramento. Sacramento, Miami, Atlanta. At least Trey Young would have not. He would have been doing the same shit. The Clippers, I, I don't know. But Dallas got me fucked up. I can't wait to request a trade out of this motherfucker. But yeah, that's my 2K experience with the Mavericks so far. <clears throat> okay. Um, I have not played 2K in years, so I have no input on this. Um, they put all my people on the covers right after I stopped. Like who? They, Dame, Giannis, Luka, Dirk, like like really, like I'm not. I only I, I bought two of them just to have them, but I never played those games. I think I played one of them once. <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah, that was back to back. Dame, Gian Giannis, Dame. <clears throat> uh, yeah, 
Yeah. <clears throat> I think those were the three in a row. I don't have the Dirk or Luca ones. I just have the Giannis and uh I buy digital now. I don't even buy a hard copy game, so yeah. I'm old, so I like the hard copy. Fair enough. Um what else we got to talk about? You talked about not seeing movies. I really hadn't. <clears throat> I guess I did, actually. I went and saw Retribution. I think I told you about that last week. Liam Neeson doing his thing. Friday or yesterday. I keep forgetting that was out. Say what? I keep forgetting that came out already. I went and saw uh, Bottoms. Yeah. Very, very weird movie. Yeah, I, I could tell. It's like a parody that hits all the beats of like a high school drama type situation, like comedy drama thing, but it's making fun of it while also like actually doing it. Like it's has the over the top, like jocks that are like super jocks and they're dumb as hell. They wear their football uniforms to school every day. The, the cheerleaders who are stereotypical, um, the two main characters, Ayo Adibiri and uh, Rachel Senat, like they're two lesbians that are trying to get laid. And, you know, they have like their big blow up moment. Uh, there's the, the, the side characters that they recruit into their little fight club or whatever. Uh, there's like the dramatic moment where things go wrong and they argue with each other. And like it's hitting all these beats. <clears throat> And, but again, making fun of the tropes as well at the same time. Like, Marshawn Lynch was hilarious. I don't feel like he was scripted very much. But uh, it was funny. Like, I, I it took me a minute to, like, catch up to how what I was looking at because I c- couldn't tell if I was supposed to take it seriously or not at first. Mm-hmm. And once I realized I was not supposed to take it seriously, <laughs> there are parts where I was not supposed to take it seriously, and then there are other parts where I am. Um, Like, it's all building up to the big game is like a thing that's happening and like they keep making fun of the fact that it's just the big game every year and blah, 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 blah. But it's still a like thing that we know we have to keep track of, like that they're, they're getting to this big game. Um, <clears throat> it's a movie that women probably wouldn't have been able to make a long time ago. No. But like if you gender swapped Ayo Atabiri's characters and Rachel Senna's characters with dudes, like this is just like a uh one of those Michael Sarah type movies. Yeah. It's, super bad. Yeah, it's it's like a super bad. And it's extremely raunchy. Um I felt weird because like I was in the theater by myself. A dude, like, I don't know if it was an employee or what, like came in and like made eye contact with me. In the middle of a sex scene, I was like, "Really? Like this? Is what we doing? Like this is the part where you came to make sure somebody was in?" <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, like I'm sitting there, like, "Oh, they about to get it cracking." Okay, and then I hit, see somebody come around the corner, like, "Are you watching them getting it cracking, buddy? That that what you doing in here by yourself? Huh? We got a pee. We heard it. Just make eye contact, like." <laughs> And then he stood there, like he looked at me and then looked back at the screen and stood there for a minute. I was like, You're not gonna, you're not gonna leave. You just go stand, <laughs> you just go stand there now. Like we we talking here. like you was watching the fucking porno. That's how it felt. Like it felt like 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 you was watching the porn and you you didn't get to turn it off. And somebody walked in, it's like, well, we here now though. So I, I guess we just we just here now. Um 
<clears throat> but uh, I enjoyed it. Oh, at the end of the day, I can say I, I enjoyed it. Like I, I laughed. Um, it was it was it's, it's definitely a hard. I feel like I have to describe it in two different ways. I have to the goofy stuff was sometimes over the top, but like the actual story that they were telling worked for me. It, it worked for me. I saw the trailer for it when I went to see Strays, and I was like, eh, "Doesn't look like it's for me." But definitely wouldn't be a movie. I definitely not the type of movie I typically would like. Yeah, uh, I I only went to support uh, Rachel and and Io, so and Marshawn Lynch is I, I like I like that he's acting now. Marshawn Lynch is funny at <clears throat> everything he does, but it's like I went to support them, and again, it's not my type of movie typically. But like, I'm not mad I went. There are some movies this year that I'm mad I went and wasted my time on, but this is not one of those. Sure. Uh, I finished Modoc because I, I had to knock out those last two Marvel entries. Modoc, it wasn't, I remember it being like way too weird for me at first, but like by the time I got to the end, it was fine. Hit Monkey is still that shit though, so I, I can't recommend it enough. If you like anime, shit like that, action movies, like that's. It's 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 fire. Like, please watch that shit. Uh, they did not promote it enough, in my opinion. <clears throat> I didn't even know Jesus and Davis was in it. <clears throat> Say what? You're doing more promoting than they did because I never heard of it until you talked about it last really? week. Never heard. I of remember it. it was like a big deal. They were gonna do like an animated, like uh, rated R type universe for. I think, but those are the only two that came out. I think one was who's there's like another weird character they were supposed to do that he didn't. I can't remember who it was. They were going to do like a bunch of weird characters and like make it raw as hell. Um, that's fine. What else was I about to get into? So I think we should get to the show. I guess. Oh no, should I get into my 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 situation before we get into the show? Oh uh, yeah, the job thing. Yeah, so first of all, let me transition and tell y'all, read the show notes. I, I got to do this. I got to make sure I do this every every episode. But <clears throat> if you don't care about none of this other stuff we be talking about, read the show notes. We I, I try to let you know when we stop talking about other shit. Five-star reviews, we still need those. Apple, Spotify, leave those. If you got the, 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 the capacity to say words, type some words in the box, it helps us a little bit more in the algorithm follow the instagram video will be coming to the instagram we gotta we gotta start posting clips and shit so so do that youtube same thing and of course subscribe to the patreon uh this is the time to do it especially at the lowest tier the three dollar tier if you want to be in our fantasy basketball league for a chance to win a hundred dollars gave y'all the chance last year for free and y'all couldn't beat me so doing it again this year and you got to be at least on the three dollar tier to get the invite however many people we have is how big i will make the league that's what we did last year i'm doing it again um if you go my, off our patrons right now it'll be 14 people 12 patrons plus us yeah and that's a that's <laughs> me um five dollar tier for the video five dollar tier for for outside the nba we ain't talking about the mass today. Okay. A little bit of a switch up, but I'm, I'm rocking with it. Yeah. Um, it's a remix. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Outside the NBA, $5 tier video. $10 tier. 
that behind the scenes clips as well. Ten dollar tier for the behind the scene clips. Ten dollar tier for uh, our twenty dollar tier for the the outsider on the inside and the Zoom hangouts and the Zoom hangouts. Fifty dollar tier for 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 pretty much being a producer on the show input yeah. on, on things we do going forward. So speaking of, <clears throat> you need to do a shout out. Shout out for this week is our only. $50 tier member, one Brian Guzman. Shout out Brian Guzman. My guy supporting the podcast for a while now, not even a mass fan. Appreciate you, brother. It's crazy. Like a few of our subscribers are not mass fans. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. They must be subscribed um, for the NBA talk too, bro. Say what? Oh, yeah, we do have the NBA talk. That makes sense, I guess. Uh, what was I gonna say? That's pretty much all I got here. Um, should I take a break? We gotta do three of them. If you're gonna tell this story, then I guess take a quick break and then I'll get into <laughs> what my life is looking like these days after these messages. Amplify your sports passion with Bet Online. Bet on your favorite teams and sporting events to make every moment even more exciting. The NFL season is basically underway, and there's a lot of money waiting for you to win. What better way to enjoy some Sunday night football than to have some stake in the game with Bet Online? Not comfortable placing bets before games? That's cool. You can take advantage of live and play betting for any game. Watching the New York Jets? Second quarter, going into halftime, Aaron Rodgers only has 130 passing yards, and you're thinking maybe, just maybe, he can hit 350. If you like the lines on it, place the bet during the live game and cash out if he hits even before the game is over. The live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites quickly and easily and in real time. Find live lines for all major sporting events including NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, and soccer, along with a wide variety of promotions, including welcome bonus, reload bonuses, free bets, and contests. Claim your welcome bonus and get started with a bang. Register today and grab your exclusive welcome bonus to start your sportsbook betting journey. Go to the link in the show notes to receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit up to a thousand dollars. All right, we back. Um, so yeah, what, what my life is looking like these days. We're recording this on Saturday. We typically record on Sunday. We usually release on Monday. I still may schedule this to release on Monday. We'll see. But uh <sighs> I'm gonna be on the road. So I signed up for this job two years ago knowing that I was going to have to travel a good bit. But then they shut down travel because of COVID, like right after I took the job. So I was doing a lot of, uh, I was still doing a bunch of presentations and whatnot, but they were on online. Like that was cool. Comfort of my home. I ain't got to get dressed. None of that. Uh, I think I went to my first 
trip for the job last July, and then I didn't have to go for a whole year. I was supposed to go on my birthday last year, but I got COVID, so they had to send somebody else. Since then, again, I've been chilling at the crib. Uh, I had to go out to the same place in July this year. Uh, I knew I was going to have to go to Charleston this coming week. Uh, week, Yeah, uh, my, my co-worker speaks on Monday. I speak on Tuesday in Charleston. But <clears throat> my job decided to add. So uh, the pro- I, I mentioned this before, probably the program that I'm I do education for is in five states. They added a sixth state last week while I was out on vacation. And those people in the sixth state are panicking. So all they happen to have a meeting, a big meeting with people next week. And they were like, can we get y'all out here? to talk to these people and I was like I don't know one week is kind of not a lot of notice but they made it happen so after I speak on Tuesday I have to drive from Charlotte or Charleston back to Columbia which is a two hour drive catch a flight to Oklahoma and then I have to speak on Wednesday in Oklahoma City and come back on Thursday it's going to be like 70 degrees and raining in Oklahoma and it's like 90 something here that's 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 not gonna i'm already sick i don't i don't need this for my body but it is what it is um one of my co-workers thought it was funny to bring up how uh when they start when they introduce this program in other states like the first five there was a time where they went to one of the states and the people booed them off the stage so that's gonna like if they boo me off the stage i'm not gonna take it personal because they're only messing themselves up at the end of the day but like I could be walking into hostile territory, and that's that's gonna be interesting. In the words of a professional wrestler by the name of Our Truth, um, "Don't be booing me. You should be booing yourselves." I mean, if you're if the people have problems with this, it, it probably means they aren't doing the jobs. That's all I'm gonna say. Probably means you you know you' about to get in trouble because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, this shouldn't be a problem for you. I'm pretty much gonna say that on the stage. If you're doing everything right, this doesn't have to be stressful. It's only stressful if you're not. And that's what we're here to make sure y'all are doing everything right. So be quiet for the next out. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting. I went and got some clothes because uh, I don't think I bought like dress clothes in like five years because I've been working from home. That's true. I've been working from home. Got to take your ass to Target. Very comfortable. I went to uh Belk. I don't know if they got it up there. Nah, never heard of it. Um, I got some some pants and some shirts. I already got a bunch of ties that I haven't worn in years, so I'll just mix and match, make it work. I need some shoes, but I feel like buying that, so we'll see. I might buy some of them in Charleston. The good thing about it is my job does reimburse us for travel. So I'll make money off of it and I won't have to sit at my desk all day. So, you know. I don't I don't mind being on a plane. Or in airports. That's, I don't know, it gets me out of my head a little bit. It's like, re, I, I listen to music I usually don't listen to, stuff like that. With that said, like, it's, it is fucking up my, my podcasting because I, <laughs> <clears throat> I wanted to like plan stuff. I might have to go to Oklahoma City again. I'm probably due on October 12th. I don't know what day of the week that is. I don't know if that's going to affect. This podcast is definitely affecting the movie podcast. I, I like don't have the capacity 
to to do both right now. Um, so if anybody's looking for movie reviews, I apologize. I had the idea. I still am going to execute this idea, but I want to do. I'm going to start with the movies from the first quarter of this year, like any whether I did reviews or not, like ranking them, saying what my ratings were for them and where you can watch them, because a lot of most of them are streaming by now. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do the same for the second quarter, third quarter as we go along. But uh, I think I've said enough. Anything, anything I missed? I don't think so. I mean, it's your uh, business, so you will be able to tell me. I mean, I know if you had anything you needed to talk about. No, 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 no. All right. So, um, oh, I, I tweeted out asking for some some recommendations for food places in Oklahoma City. A few of y'all responded. I appreciate it. I'm definitely going to hit some of these spots. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Shout out to the homies that we talk maps. Um, I don't want to do a break here. We got a few things that we need to hit today. Uh, I'm gonna pull up my agenda. So first of all, Slovenia is not getting medals. Um, they they caught a big L. Luca was ejected against Canada. And it sparked some debate on the timeline. Uh, <clears throat> I said some things that people didn't like. You know, I was told to keep Slovenia out of my mother mouth. I saw that. That was fucking crazy. Motherfucker said, keep Slovenia's name out your fucking mouth. Hey man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't had no flag in my bio. I'm just saying. Bib said it was a joke, dude. Really? Hurt my feelings. This motherfucker's fucking crazy. Me. He slapped me. No scared. <clears throat> he, uh, yeah, they, they was upset. It's funny. I couldn't even see all the comments because I can only see comments from people who follow me. But um, yeah, man, Luca got ejected. They say he was getting foul. He deserved to be complaining, but it's like. Why are we how how can we make that excuse for Luca at this point? Luca complains every single game. Every single drive he's complaining. I don't care if the fouls are real or not personally. Me personally, I do not care. It's not about whether or not he's getting fouled or whether or not he has a right to complain for me. It's how he reacts, when he reacts, and what he does when he reacts. And that is get out of the game. Not getting back on D, not locked in, possessions where he's getting bumped and not even trying to score the basket because he's too busy trying to get the foul. Those are the things I do not like. Did you watch any of the – you didn't watch any of this game, right? Do you think it matters whether or not he's really getting fouled when he's when he's getting into these situations? Personally, like how do you feel about it? In terms of him complaining to the refs? Right. No. Um because in Mavs games he's really getting fouled. He does it anyway and he does it when he's not getting fouled. Like 
a guy like that's going to complain regardless. We saw it from LeBron. Like you say all the time, I critique LeBron doing it, so I'm going to critique Luka doing it. Like, we don't like it regardless, especially when we see during Mav games, it stops him from getting back on defense, which creates a bucket on the other end. I don't know if that's what was happening in Slovenia game. It was? Okay. Then that's a continuous problem that he's having. And I think it's one of those things where we're just going to have to live with it. I think that's just like a personality trait. Yeah. Obviously, it's different. But for me, I've always been a guy. There are people who play video games, can play 2K, Madden, anything. Losing a bunch of bullshit is going on. And they just like, oh, man, some bullshit. Fuck it. Not me. I'm pissed off. Like, I don't like it. I'm irate. I'm heated. When I was a kid, I used to break controllers. I don't do it now because I'm an adult and I'm paying for them bitches. But when I was, when I was a kid, it was different. I think that's... And I don't get as upset as I used to just because I'm older. And as the older I get, my heart can't take it. But it's kind, it's always there. Like, I just get upset at these things. And Luca, this is just something that's always going to be with Luca. I've accepted that. To be quite honest, I don't think it's something that he's going to because LeBron still does it. The only difference is LeBron never allowed it. Or to a point, didn't allow it to stop him from getting back on defense. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. And and now when, had, I was going to say now when he does, it's like he wasn't getting back either way. Like, he yeah, he wasn't getting back. Either. We know LeBron's not a defender. He used to be right. He but. Knows. For most of his career, LeBron was known as a great defender. So he was always getting back on defense. Luka complaining and not getting back is worse because you're already not a great defender. And we already see your lack of effort sometimes on defense. So you pushing defense to the side to complain about a foul that's already done. It's in the past. It's not going to change. It's just irresponsible. And for you to be one of the leaders of this team. Something has to change. I've accepted the fact that it's not. It just has to be worked around, to be quite honest. It was funny looking at, <clears throat> I can't remember who it was. Eh, I wouldn't want to call nobody out for this anyway, but I saw somebody saying he's only 24. It's like, we've been saying this for five years. He's only 19. He's only 20. He's only 21. He's only 22. He's only 20. We're going to be saying he only 32. That's right. what we that's what we do it like. Nah, it's gonna say he's thirty two now. He's old. <clears throat> he old enough to propose to his girl. He old enough to shut the fuck up when he gets found. <laughs> like, I don't know the correlation between the two, but I'm rocking. Huh? Like, you old enough to make a decision that you want to tie somebody to you for the rest of your life, but you not you not mature enough to have the wherewithal to say I got bumped on this play or I keep getting bumped in this way. They not calling it. And during the timeout, let me go pull the ref to the side and ask him, are you seeing that I'm getting bumped like this? Because that's how you that's how you solve the problem. It's not what the you're not gonna call it ref. What are you? no, it's hey ref, man. Every time I drive, this dude is pulling my arm down. Or every time I drive, as soon as I pick the ball up, they bump me and they knock me off balance. That's affecting my shot. I need y'all to look for that. And if the ref says, you know what, Luca. I'm going to look for that next time. Okay, now we're in a better position. And if the ref says, you know what, Luca, you're a big as fuck. I don't care about that. Then you know that too when you adjust your game. You expect it now. You adapt. The players that I like are the players that face adversity like that and say, fuck it, we ball and win despite it. 
despite it. That's that's the way I've always lived my life is knowing that I'm I have odds stacked against me and using that as fuel to piss me off, but piss me off in a way that I know you're not on my side and I'm still gonna go get this dub. And I'm still gonna talk shit about you in the press post-game press conference, but I'm not gonna let you stop me from getting this dub. That's that's the that's the type of uh thing I would like to see. The year that the Mavs won a championship, Dirk was a guy that used to get bothered by this type of stuff. He didn't do it the same way Luca did, but I you would see it affect his demeanor when he he would get demoralized a little bit if he wasn't getting those type of calls. The year we went and be, <clears throat> because we know the refs were dirty, they did tilt the game certain ways because of teams they wanted to win. And you could see it and I could see it affect Dirk. The year we won the title, Dirk said, I don't give, I don't care. Like whether or not you gonna call this, whether or not you calling stupid shit against my team, I'm gonna find a way for us to get this W. I'm not gonna let some outside factor stop that from happening. And until Luca gets to that point, this is always gonna be how we go out. This he allows it, he allows it to mentally take him out of the game. Yeah, and other and players know it. Players know it. It's been a part of him since he's been in the league. Yeah. When you're that big of a star, people are always, your opponent is always going to look for weaknesses. And that is a big weakness in Luka. The ref calls ain't going his way. It's taking him out of the game. And early, we've seen it. We've seen once his morale goes down, you can call it a night most likely. Head down, slinking up the court. He'll be back on defense and still like, Look at his man. Look at the ref. Like you not gonna call it, and then sometimes he be caught off guard. His man is moving while he talking to the ref. What are you accomplishing? I do not mind you talking to the ref. I mind when and how. Refs are doing customer service. You can say, but it's the ref's job to do. <clears throat> if I call a customer service worker and they supposed to give me the the credit back on my card, but I cussed them out and they ain't did nothing the rules say they might, if they can make a decision, are they going to be more likely to help me if I cuss them out or no? Probably not. I I've been petty like that before. I could give you this discount, but since you being a hoe, not today. Yep, me too. I'm sorry. I'm not. I wish I could help you. Company policy. I don't. <laughs> I, I remember I had a situation where a woman cussed me out and uh, <clears throat> my I got I got in trouble for it, sort of. But also the woman apologized later, uh, and I she was like, "I'm gonna go to the competitor," and I was like, "Good luck with that," because I didn't think the competitor was gonna do what she was asking either. And like I could have gone above and beyond to satisfy the customer, and she might have been a sympathetic person if she wasn't calling me all kinds of names. Like, all right, no, good luck. I don't want to deal with you. And that's what, how they treat Luca. You can say it's wrong all you want. That don't change the fact that they got him out the game. That don't change the fact that he got two texts for complaining. That's all I'm saying. All that matters is that it worked. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying. That's all that matters is that it worked. He co- he complained. He got himself thrown out of the game for his team. He wasn't there. And they went on a run without him for a minute, but they didn't have the firepower. 
And maybe that's why he was so upset because he knew he was up against it already. And then he wasn't getting the calls. And it's like, I got no chance to win if I can't get these calls. But then you need to have a conversation about that. Yelling at them is not going to get them on your side. Right or wrong, that's not the way to do it. Right. I don't care. You could, you could, oh, but the, I don't care. It's not the way to do it. It's not effective. What can you do in the, what can you do to change the situation? Yelling and screaming, not getting back on D is not the answer. And I don't care what uniform you're wearing. I'm going to call it out every single time. Any other thoughts? No thoughts. Quick break. We'll be back after this. Three years ago, I picked up a mic for the first time and started my podcasting journey. Since then, I've tried a lot of different softwares and distribution services, but I finally landed on Zencaster and I couldn't be happier. It's so easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. I can log into my browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. You get studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen. See what they did there? Knowing that Zencaster's multi-layer backups ensure that you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Zencaster is an all-in-one service as well. And one thing you'll learn about podcasting is that you need a lot of different tools and services to put out a professional podcast. With Zencaster, those days are over. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code MAVSOUTSIDERS and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all of my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. You can also hit the link in the show notes. All right, back to the show. Welcome back. Um, man, the Patreon people are gonna have some fun with this one. That's what yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the next thing that was a controversy on the timeline. Luka Doncic played 37 minutes in the next game. So they they are eliminated from medal contention, but uh, the tournament allows teams, the, the, the fifth through eighth teams to play to, to determine who's going to be fifth through eighth, like a loser's bracket, if you will. Um, so he played in a fifth place game, 37 minutes. Team was getting waxed. He played all 37 minutes. In the seventh place game, 38 minutes. And people were not not happy about this. Uh, the homie, uh, slightly slightly biased, was was one of the more vocal people about this particular topic. You know, people are saying this is a meaningless game. Why is he playing? Why is he playing these minutes? And slightly biased did try to clarify that his problem wasn't that he played; it was that he played thirty seven minutes. <clears throat> and the way I see it is, Luka Doncic is not going to half ass for his country. Secondarily, they're in the Philippines. And I don't know how many Filipinos y'all know, but that's probably per capita most passionate country in the world about basketball as a whole. 
Like they probably gonna have statues to Luca in 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 the Philippines when this is all said and done. They love him. Every time he touched the ball, they were going crazy. Luca signing jerseys, signing babies. It was crazy out there. Um, he gave his MVP trophy. They they won the seventh place game today. He gave his MVP trophy to a person that had a sign that said, "My baby's name is Luca" or something like that. I saw that. And like people were crowding him. Like somebody uh. Somebody commented on the video because I, I posted it. Um, and somebody from Slovenia posted it and said, You can hear somebody in Slovenia say, Look at look at like how they're treating him, like this is amazing. Like type of like they, his own people were like, yo, this is crazy. They love that man. They love Luca. And Luca knows that. And Luca's gonna play for first of all his country. He's always gonna rep Slovenia. That means more to him than playing for the Dallas Mavericks. I don't care if y'all say, but the Mavericks are the ones that pay him 200 mil. That's the Mavericks choice. They went to Slovenia to give him that contract. If they don't know that Slovenia means more to him than the, than the Dallas Mavericks, they not paying attention. But <clears throat> that's, that's priority number one for him is being able to represent his country and repping it to the fullest. And then he's in a country that loves him. He's always going to play for the people uh, or show up for the people in whatever way. So I'm not surprised. And if he wanted to play 38 minutes, he was going to play 38 minutes. You have anything to add? I'm sorry. I feel like I'm dominating. I personally wish he didn't play 38 minutes because of something we're going to talk about that I don't want to jump to. Okay. Um, But I understand why. This is the same guy who wanted to play in a meaningless Dallas Mavericks game when the team was clearly tanking, trying to get a pick. So, like, it's, it's in his nature honest like this this shouldn't be a surprise um so i'm not upset especially since um you're explaining his relationship with the philippines which i wasn't aware of it makes all the sense in the world like these people paid to see luca and they he doesn't want them to show up and find out oh luca isn't playing why not oh because it's a meaningless game to him right not a meaningless game to them they're the ones that paid to be there and he knows that and he put on the show for them he showed up, he suited up, and he played. Do I think he should have played that many fucking minutes? Absolutely not. But he did. <laughs> in that Mavericks game, I think they played him, what, the first? He was supposed to play the first half, but he only played, like, the first quarter, or he played, like, a few minutes, checked in and checked out. Yeah. A few minutes in the second quarter, I think. Yeah. Um, Which I'm pretty sure he wasn't happy with, but the Mavericks were trying to lose. Um, I would argue they would have lost anyway, but um, <laughs> that's just the guy Luca is, and I can respect it. I admire it. Um, but like I said, twenty minutes would have been cool. Um, and I think the the coach was asked about this, and he said Luca wanted to be out there. Like I'm not going to be the one to tell him no. I expect that, but as the coach, you also got to make some. Well, no, nah, he doesn't play for. He doesn't care about the Mavericks. So, <laughs> in the fifth place game, Luca actually asked to be switched on Jonas Valanciunas, and was highly successful. Okay, um, I pointed this out in the last World Cup that Luca was the most effective post player for them and defensively as well. I don't know why we don't put him on. Do we put him? We don't put him on bigs at all. Nah. Bigs don't big anymore. Facts. Jonas is one of the few that bigs, and Lucas still gave him problems. Because Lucas a thick dude. Pause. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, 
He's solid, solidly built individual. He's not moving. You got to say pause because I caught the motherfucker thick. But when you say you need a center with some ass. <laughs> That's the long time. I haven't said that in a minute. I don't care. That's all you. I'm not going to. You know what? <clears throat> you said he was thick. You put the emphasis on it. It didn't feel right. I ain't put no damn emphasis. I said he was thick. The motherfucker got weight. The way you said thick, it felt like it had two C's on it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, bro. <coughs> all right, bro. Okay, man. Who the college game day dude that said that the crowd was out there thick like Kyle Lowry? Yeah, they, they tripping, man. They, they Fuck out of here. They be saying anything on TV these days. Crazy. Kids, kids oh, learning this stuff. It's crazy. Um, but no, nah, they had some girl on Nickelodeon doing dances talking about being thick. So it, it, I don't know what the kids into these days. I don't know what's going on. Was it Megan Trainer? Yeah, she was talking about being thick on, on one of them shows. They had like the, the, the music. You know what? We're getting off topic. Yeah, I remember that. And she's not thick. So it's like. She's something. She's something else. I, don't, I ain't. We gonna yeah, she's not thick. I don't know what she thinks she is. I remember <clears throat> tried to push her as like a body positivity woman when she was out. Like she's I'm like, face. I'm looking at her. I'm like, I'm dated big girl. She ain't no big girl. She's got a big face. That's it. She just got a big ass head and a big ass face. Like head shaped like a confused. pillow. Because I thought she was gonna be rotund, and then I was like, she's a regular size person. Like I'm looking at, her, I'm like, see, motherfuckers like this all the time. What is this? Like. Got an average build. Like, what are we talking about? Uh, anyway. I'm all, I'm all about that base. I hope you ain't talking about your booty. <laughs> what were we talking about? Damn. Um, Luka Doncic. Yeah, him. So, <clears throat> God. We're trying to avoid coughing on the pie. <clears throat> it's not COVID, I promise. Um, you were talking about the minutes, and you, you alluded to this. Luca's thigh meat is still barely hanging on to the bone. Okay, I'm glad you cleared that up. Luca thigh meat is not; it's, it's tenderized. It's 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 clinging to the bone. The right? motherfucker is falling off. If you pick it up by the bone leg and shake it, it's gonna be meat all on the plate. Y'all already know the test. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but this is the same injury he had that caused problems for him during the NBA season, and that's that's scary to me. Um, he's not getting a lot of downtime. Training camp is in two weeks and some change. Here is what I'll say: It does scare me because the season hasn't started yet, but it does not scare me as much because we have something going into this season that we've never had. That's Kyrie Irving. I'm confident in a Mavs team being able to pull out a win with Luka out and Kyrie is the best player as opposed to Tim Hardaway fucking Jr. or Spencer Dinwiddie or Christoph Porzingis or Jalen Brunson. I'll take it a step further and say that if Luka has the missed time Having Dante Exum as the backup point guard makes me feel better than what we had last year. Yeah, because we didn't have shit last year. I'm I'm saying like so <laughs> we signed two midgets. Are we signed a midget and a dude whose knee meat we said was falling off the bone? 
And then also, it wouldn't be a rush to bring him back either, unless like <clears throat> things are falling apart. But I, I can't see them doing that. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does get rested. But it makes me question what type of injury this is. Like, is this something he's just gonna have to deal with going forward, or is yeah. it just that he hasn't rested and it's hasn't gotten a chance to heal? He one hundred percent has not rested at all. Think about it, like. Yeah. He's constant. Well, granted, we didn't play in the playoffs. I guess that was some rest for him, but he was working out. That's right. not resting. And then he went straight to Europe. To, to, yeah. To so didn't have any rest last year after going to the Western Conference Finals. So, yeah, it's, it, he needs some rest. And obviously, he's not going to rest next summer because of the Olympics. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. I'm I'm slightly concerned that this is is still an issue, and I, I might need to like look into some some medical prognosis prognoses to see if this is just he needs to rest it <clears throat> and it'll heal fully if he's able to, or if again this is something that he just has to deal with now, which would be a little bit more scary. Um. One more break. We got one more topic to hit. We promise it's the last break, yo. We got to pay bills around this bitch. Here on the Mavs Outsiders podcast, you're not going to hear a whole lot of capping going on. But today, we're making an exception. That's because we're proud to be sponsored by New Era Cap, the official headwear provider of the NFL, MLB, and NBA. When the Mavs won the title back in 2011, one of the first things I did was jump online to buy championship merch. I bought two things, a t-shirt with the path to the ring and the official new era cap with the Larry O'Brien trophy beside the Mavs logo. And I can describe it today because 12 years later, that hat is just as crispy as the day it arrived. You too can support the Mavs in style by purchasing your own new era cap. And because we like you, we're going to give you a discount code. Shop the official headwear provider of the NBA and get 15% off when you go to neweracap.com slash Mavs Outsiders and use the code ICON15 at checkout. That's 15% off your order using promo code ICON15. You can thank us later. Some exclusions apply. We talked about this on the Outside the NBA podcast, but Christian Wood is a Laker now, and I would not have talked about this on this pod <clears throat> except for the fact that he. How the fuck they score a touchdown from the? I'm sorry. College football is way too unpredictable to be putting parlays on when you don't know what you're talking about. That's all I'm saying. You could have saved that money and put betting on a sport you actually know. Ain't none on right now. <clears throat> it couldn't wait a day. You had yeah, I could have. Yeah, I could have. Okay, I could have saved my two free bets to bet on the sport I actually know. You're absolutely correct. I'm just saying. Just saying. It's a responsible thing to do. Uh, <clears throat> so Christian Wood is a Laker. Don't care. Good for him. Uh, we knew he wasn't coming back. I don't anybody that thought that was a possibility was not paying attention. Did not want him back personally. Was not a fit. 
clearly Jason Kidd didn't like him. Tim McMahon said to him that Kidd didn't like him. Almost said something, but <clears throat> which kind of makes you. I'm not going to go back down that road. We, we already know how how we feel about it. You said Tim McMahon. I was. He's a. Yeah. We we know that. Yeah. He was going hard for it. It was crazy. Yeah, um, I, I I was shocked to be honest. I I can't say I am. I remember. I was only shocked because throughout the whole season, I've never heard him talk about Christian Wood this way. Yeah, of course not. Why would he do that? It's almost like somebody lined his pockets to say this. It's almost like he wanted them on the take. Um. Anyway, when Christian Wood signed with uh, <clears throat> the 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 Lakers, he talked about his reasoning, um, having a role, which you know players like to have. I don't know if y'all heard. Players like to know what the fuck their job is. Um, they don't like being dicked around, and <clears throat> so having a role. He has a relationship with the coach, which he also talked about. Um, <clears throat> and he said that he uh, was looking forward to this opportunity after what Dallas did. How, how do you interpret that? I interpret it as exactly what the fuck we said it was. After what Dallas did, after they sabotaged them, after <clears throat> they put his name in the fucking dirt after they threw dirt on his name after they put that bitch in the dirt. But an inside job. What about the fact that he played minutes? Oh, right. That's right. He played minutes. So Dallas was like, oh, here's some minutes. It's your fault now. There were literal games where that was exactly what Jason Kidd did. Oh, we, we're getting our asses whipped. Put Christian Wood in there. If he don't fix it, it's his fault. That literally happened multiple times. There was also an interview that Mark Cuban did. I can't remember which podcast he went on recently. <clears throat> where he shaded, talked about a player who, once he stopped playing for the team and all of that. And I saw a Jazz quote tweeted and was like, hmm, maybe the Mavs really was like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing what she said, sabotaging. And I was just like, yeah. I mean, I don't know why it has to be controversial to say that. <laughs> and it's not like the Mavericks are the only team in the NBA or the only sports team in the world that would do this to a player or have done this to a player. The Celtics Absolutely did it to Grant not. Williams. Huh? The Celtics did it to Grant Williams. He was liking tweets. Literally. <clears throat> it's not like the Mavericks the only team to do it, but guess what? We're talking about it because we, we, we fucking Mavs fans. It's the Mavs outsiders. That's why we're talking about it specifically. Right. And it's, again, I wasn't sure what side to take until we got the other side. And it and made To be sense. honest, we already had that opinion before right. we got the other side. That kind of just confirmed it. The description made sense. The Mavs wanted to lock him in to a cheap deal. He was not interested in the cheap deal. He wanted to play to earn a real deal. And they said, fuck you. Simple as that. We're not going to help you get paid. We're going to play you as much as we have to because, and even then, after the All-Star break, that went out the window. That went out the I was literally just about to say that. A blatant shift. Multiple <laughs> national broadcasts were talking about how his minutes suddenly dropped and there was no explanation for it. This isn't something we pulled out our asses. And Christian Wood's not a star player. 
where national broadcast television analysts should be talking about, oh, Christian Woods, not that's how you know it's weird. Like, why isn't this guy playing? He's not a star that's getting talked about in national broadcast. But they they literally had to bring up the fact, why is this dude not playing? But let the fans tell it. The Mavs have a good reason. I can't think of any many other players where that has occurred. I can't oh, think of it. I'm sorry. It's because he doesn't contribute to winning. Right. It's, it's him not being able to guard the rim. It's not because we have so many other rim protectors that we could play. Because his career loss record is so bad because, of course, he played for teams that were winning at the time. But right. when he was there, they just happened to suck. I guess he, that's he, what happened. He just shows up on a team and they suddenly become – lottery teams that had been in the lottery five times before he got there he made them lottery teams after he got there sorry for the lakers i guess you're about to be a lottery team yeah it's crazy um at least you'll get brawny we made the whole idea of him not playing being weird or 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 the fact that he didn't play at all we're making that up we didn't watch the games that that, we just pulled that out of out of thin air um regardless I was actually shocked that he would say something like that. Yeah, me too. But it let me know that he actually is upset because look at it. And uh, I think mm. Dwight <clears throat> mentioned this on uh, 21 going on 77. He, uh, they fucked up his bird rights. Yeah. Like when you're on a team and in your contract expires, that team can go over the cap to sign you. The Mavs traded for him in his contract year. And put him in a position where he didn't want to be there. They clearly didn't want him. And so now the only teams that can really afford to pay him are teams with actual cap space. And the only team that had real cap space was the Houston Rockets, the team he had just left. So they weren't going to do it. Then it was maybe he could take an MLE or blah, 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 blah. Didn't work out. And so now he gets to sign a minimum contract. I, I can understand being a little bit upset about a team trading for actively trading for you. Again, he did not ask to be a Dallas Maverick. Mm-hmm. That never occurred. He was going to ride it out with Houston and hope to, to cash out later in that way. We traded for him, told him he would compete for a starting job. He got in the lab. We tried to re-sign him. He said, I want to just play this out and we could talk after the season because I have goals I want to hit that would make me more money than if I sign this extension right now. We decided that that was bad. We didn't like that. I don't. Jason Kidd may, may not have liked him at all, period, regardless of the contract situation because he's not his type of player. That's understandable. I don't like that type of coach that is unable to adapt the way that they their team plays to the personnel that they have. Like you can't have a player of his talent level with the dearth of talent that we had. It's not like we had other guys that we could go to. It, he was the second best player on the team for a while. Second, third, if you depending on how you feel about Spencer Dinwiddie. And we couldn't find a way to utilize him in the first part of the year. It made absolute that's that's a bad coach, in my opinion. That's a bad coach. So that's put that all to the side. We promised him a chance to compete for a job. Then we signed JaVale McGee, promised him the job, 
Christian Wood finds out about this from a reporter, not from the coach, not from general management. He's happy talking about being a maverick, da da da. How do you feel about coming off the bench, huh? <clears throat> what, what? You know, it hasn't been decided yet. It was like, nah, they said JaVale McGee the starter. What? How you feel about that? So now he's blindsided and confused because now you told me I was going to get to compete and now you didn't, didn't promise somebody else a job. Like, what the hell is going on? Players do not like being dicked around about their minutes. If you tell me day one, I'm going to be coming off the bench playing 10, 15, 20 minutes, I can prepare for that. But if you tell me I'm going to compete for a starting job and then you say to other people that I'm coming <clears throat> off the bench, now, now I feel like I can't trust you. Would you sign an extension under those circumstances? I no. would not. I, I don't think that's unreasonable. And I don't, people could talk about what he did behind the scenes. Where that though? I need evidence. I never, I pay attention to the bench and how they <laughs> interact with each other. I did not, he had the one game where he like had a bad series of plays and like went to the back for a second and JaVal McGee went to get him. That was just a, play as fuck up, B. That was one time. Where where's the rest of the incidents? I also think it's very irresponsible for Nico Harrison to trade for a guy without speaking to the head coach about it first. And that's again, that's a learning experience for him too. Yeah. But you gave up a first round pick. Yeah, we got rid of a bunch of goofy ass contracts that shouldn't have been signed in the first place. That's a whole nother story. But that's communicate with your coach. Don't trade for every it was a bad situation all the way around. He needed to go. It just becomes a shitty situation because we took his bird rights and then he's in a position where his he's his options are limited because we don't fuck with him. Like we wouldn't even do a sign of trade under those circumstances because the relationship was bad. Right. <clears throat> it sucks, but at least he has another opportunity on a winning team. So shout yeah. out to him. As long as he landed on a contender, I was gonna be cool with it for him. Like, I'm just glad my team did that. But other than that, I'm just glad the situation with the Mavs is over because I got tired of it, and I hope there's not a new Christian Wood, quote unquote, for the Mavs this season. <clears throat> Who would it be if there's anybody? I just mean like maybe Grant Williams. Like if he's coming off the bench. Not even that, just like the fans turning on him or having false narratives about him and shit like that because, let's keep it a buck, he didn't have the greatest season last season. They, I do believe people have set themselves up for failure with him. For Grant Williams? I feel like, yeah, I feel like the expectations are way too high. I believe so as well. <laughs> so I do hope that you're right, that they don't turn on him because... Again, you not knowing who the player is is not that player's problem. Uh, pl- there could still be a situation where there are some guys on this team who are asked to do more than they should. For sure. Grant Williams being one of them. 100%. God bless the Dallas Mavericks. We'll see. Again, so long story short, what did the Mavericks do? They messed up his bird rights. Yeah put him in a situation where his options were limited as far as signing his new contract. Feel how you want about him? He's an NBA player. He's a 6'7 man on a good team, and that's what he's going to be in LA. Most likely. Also, before we go, I want to speak on this. Okay. 
Why is it wrong that this guy would like to be an all-star or would like to make some money? Why is that a bad thing? Because he didn't say, oh, I want, he also said, hey, I want to win a championship. But people look past that. They just mentioned him wanting to be an all-star and wanting to make money as a bad thing. I don't understand. Why would he? Why should he not want to be an all-star? When you look, I don't know. I just I thought that was weird. That's all. Yeah, I've seen that too. And that's <clears throat> he's a guy who's around eighteen and seven or ten or whatever. Like that's close enough to being an all-star for that to be a, dr- a desire of yours. I think Tim McMahon mentioned that too. In that he did. Yeah. 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 And he and his attitude during that whole interview was weird. He's a dick rider. He, he was very weird energy. Yeah. It wasn't reporting. It was that was not reporting. So I'm. It's very different than I. I watched that show. Like I've seen him on there before. It's very his his energy was just very different. It felt personal. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Personal. And uh, (laughs) the way the way I look at it is this: Look, I the whole Christian Wood thing for me is, I like to play devil's advocate. I like to. When everybody else is going one way, I want to check the other side. And I'm not just going to do it to for for engagement or to be different. It's because I believe in in fairness to a degree. Um, with let's go back to Tyrell Terry. Everybody with Tyrell Terry is going to be the next Steph. Blah 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 blah. I was like, all right, y'all doing too much. Let me let me check this kid out. He's super small. I don't see him being effective for the next two, three years. And I'm, I'm not going to say, that's not me saying I predicted Tyrell Terry's struggling. <laughs> that's more to say, like, this is, it'll, it goes both ways. Like, I like seeing what everybody is saying and seeing if I agree or not. And if I don't, I'm going to say it. I care more to have the conversations about the things I don't agree with than I do about agreeing with everybody. That shit ain't fun to me. Mm-hmm. So when y'all talk shit about Christian Wood all day and I don't see the shit that y'all talking about, that's that's what I'm going to be vocal about. Y'all doing too much. Y'all doing too much. Is he a, a rim protector? No. He's, he's, he is in a bad situation last year was still an efficient score. And he helped us in, in many games. He made mistakes. The same, same <laughs> fucking mistakes Tim Hardaway... Dog, I watched Tim Hardaway Jr. lose us a game on defense. I watched him lose Dennis Smith Jr. for a game-winning dunk. I watched it in person. I looked at him stand on the court after the timeout was called, looked back at the spot where Dennis was before he left like, I can't believe I lost him. This is what you do. But y'all will dick ride Tim Hardaway Jr. because he's been on the team a long time and everybody in the building likes him. Somebody, as soon as you get the green light to <laughs> shit on somebody, you all over. It's weird. It's brainwashed. It's weird to me. I don't like it. Same thing with Dwight Powell. Like the boy gets scored on every fucking play, but because he tried, I can't say I can't be mad about it. Because he sets good picks. I can't be mad that this pick dude these nuts. I've seen for like ten years. I'm sorry. Don't really pick these averages. <sighs> all right. I'm so I didn't mean to rant. It's okay. I can't wait for the, to find the next thing to, to disagree with the rest of the fan base. <laughs> I don't want there to be a next thing. Like it's gonna be. It might be Josh Green again. <laughs> it might be Josh Green again. 
<clears throat> I hope not. I can't. I can't picture a world where everybody is on the same page about Josh Green. No, somebody's always going to want more from him. Say what? You know who I think it might be? Is it Grant again? It's going to be Derek Lively over Sean Holmes because it's always that center position. Every time we want somebody to play over Dwight Powell, the Dwight Powell apologists come on the goddamn timeline talking about, oh, uh, y'all want this guy to play over Dwight Powell. And when they play over Dwight, they're going to be like, oh, look, see, that's why Dwight's starting. They can't do what Dwight do. Dwight do this. Dwight do that. He move his feet. He sets screens. Telling you. Sean Holmes missed one layup. See, that's why he shouldn't play. How many layups Dwight Powell missed? Like, there's nothing that neither of these dudes are gonna do that I haven't seen Dwight Powell do. Like, you got to give people a chance, and that is goes back to the Moses Brown thing. It wasn't saying Moses Brown is the savior, the answer, nothing. It's let me see Moses Brown for a little minute because I've been looking at Dwight Powell for eight years. <laughs> that's all it is. We know what Dwight Powell is, and that's why he plays. But until you give other people opportunities to learn then there will never be an answer besides Dwight Powell unless you get somebody who un- is definitively a solid set like solidified <laughs> starter in the NBA already. If you're getting guys who are borderline, it's not going to be, they show up day one and are ready to go. They understand the system. They have chemistry with Luca and everybody. No, that doesn't work like that. It develops. And if you don't get the opportunity to develop it, it's not going to happen. I don't know why that's complicated. Anything else we need to say? Nah, I think we covered it all. We are... I can't even think for it because I'm not going to be at my house for four days, five days in a row. So uh, we'll see what happens next week. You got the show next week, so I'll let you dictate. There's not going to be any basketball played. To talk about, okay. But uh, Mark Cuban runs his mouth a lot, so maybe he'll say something. <laughs> maybe Luke will say something that's worth talking about. We'll see. And if not, then maybe it'll be time to start the series we were discussing. Yes. Uh, actually, I don't know if you checked the group chat, but somebody did mention like doing home and homes for everybody. Huh? Somebody in the group chat mentioned earlier, like that we should all do. Like home and home appearances on each other's shows. Okay. I'll look through it. How long ago was it? <clears throat> a little bit earlier. I haven't been in there for a little couple of hours. It's there hasn't been a lot of activity, I don't think. Okay. Um Oh, I see. I see. You got anything you wanna anything you need to mention? Um uh, two episodes of the Mind of Reese podcast technically dropped back to back. Um the first one is a draft. We did the greatest sports moments of all time draft. We did seven rounds. Uh, And then after that, football season is back. So, you know, we did our NFL predictions. We're keeping track of them this year. We're putting $100 each into a pot. Whoever has the best record at the end of the NFL season wins $300. So, well, technically wins $200. (laughs) Bless you. That was a cough. Oh. What was I at that I kept coughing and somebody said, bless you multiple. Oh, when I was with my friend, I would like cough and they'd be like, bless you. I was like, that was a cough. And he was like, what? It's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe my, you didn't even hear it because I muted it. It just looked like a sneeze. 
apparently it sounds like one too. So that's interesting. <clears throat> this is a weird time to be having a cough with the allergies that they, they have hit. Being in Oklahoma in 70 degree weather is not going to help, but you know, it is what it is. I can't do anything about it. <clears throat> Until next time, folks, whichever, whenever that will be, it'll probably be on time. Peace. Peace. Stephen Curry makes you believe you can do anything. And the Curry 11 is specifically designed with ultimate bounce, grip, and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. When you're not focused on your shoes, you're focused on your game. The Curry 11s are built with UA Warp Tech that makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet no matter what you do on the court. And with dual-density UA Flow cushioning and traction, you can stop in your tracks. The Curry 11 Future Curry is here. Do your thing. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a 99-yard pass to score a touchdown or a fumble in the first minute of the game. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The McNugget Buddies are back. But this time, they got a fresh look as part of the new Curran Frost Box at McDonald's. We're talking all new buddies, dressed head to toe in the freshest fits, all designed by the artist Curran Frost. So when you order the Curran Frost Box with your choice of 10-piece McNuggets or a Big Mac, you'll get one of the flyest McNugget Buddies to go with it. Think you can collect them all? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. At participating McDonald's for a limited time, while supplies last.